Blog Talk Radio. Hi, greetings, and this is Jaikar, and you've tuned into the February 16th episode of Women's Grace and Grit. And today's episode is titled, Are You Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places? So, um, <laughs> I didn't want to put this show on on Valentine's Day. Um, at Valentine's Day, actually, I, I really enjoy. Um, and I'm a woman whose uh, husband uh, <laughs> went went fraudulent on her at 25 years of marriage, three children, um, a business I had built and he took over while I was raising um, uh, the last children. And, you know, I still believe in love um, because it wasn't love that um, made those choices on my ex-husband's behalf. Um, he wasn't a loving person to make those. And so I think love often gets a bad rap. Um, I, As I said, I, I really like Valentine's Day. I send flowers to all my children, to cards to my friends, um, and um, and treat myself very nicely that day. But one of the things I know is poignant for many women um, with the coming and going of Valentine's Day is their contrast between what they feel in their life, you know, whether they're married or unmarried, um, divorced, never been married, you know, that contrast between what they want um, or believe they ought to have at that by that time, by that stage, <laughs> whatever, you know, um, and, and, and that they don't, um, whether it's somebody who's married and, you know, feels very lonely um, and it's Valentine's Day and why didn't he fill in the blank? Um, someone who's never been married, you know, wondering what's wrong with them that they aren't married. Um, someone who's been divorced, uh, being bitter about love. Um, you know, we all get to make choices about love and our relationship with it. But I think one of the things that women um, want to really be honest with themselves about is asking themselves the question of, are they looking for love in all the wrong places? Meaning, are they looking for love from others when they themselves are not loving themselves? So let me read today's um, show's description, and I'll go into um, some thoughts about um, looking for love in, in outside of ourselves when we ourselves um, withhold or miserly with loving ourselves. We are taught to, to seek love and happiness from others and are often disappointed in others for how they love us. Yet unless you love yourself, your love for another will be seeking the wrong things from them, creating an unsatisfying relationship or even dooming the relationship. Learning to love yourself is necessary, is a, is, is a requirement for being able to love another as well as to receive love from another. Very important. So I want to talk today about how looking to another to validate you, to care for you in ways you do not do so for yourself will only create blaming the other person for the unhappiness or the lack of that within yourself. Self-love is required choice and practice for being able to truly love another. For as the saying goes, an empty glass pours no water. Um, or 
I will often use the expression, what's in the pitcher is what will come out into the glass. So if you don't love yourself, if you don't have compassion for yourself, if you don't have kindness and understanding and tenderness for yourself, seeking it from another because you lack it yourself will only create in in the long run, and sometimes not even in the long run, in the medium run, unhappiness in that relationship and doom in that relationship. We cannot ask from others what we ourselves are not willing to give ourselves. And that's a whole, you know, that's that's one set of realities. The other reality is how can you, you know, as I say, how can you pour from an empty, you know, how can you pour water in a glass when the pitcher is empty? Um, how can you pour anything from that pitcher when it's empty? How can you love another when there's no love for yourself within yourself, when there's no tenderness, there's no kindness, there's no compassion for your foibles, for your, you know, your imperfections? Um, when you are unable to be compassionate with where you are challenged, where you lack, where you're weak, then that will make it so you will have no compassion for another, where they are challenged, where they are weak. Now, caveat, you know me to always caveat when I make these kind of broad statements. The caveat is that does not mean you look away from abuse, emotional, physical, mental, sexual abuse. It does not mean you allow another person to treat you badly. What I'm talking about is asking from others what you yourself aren't willing to give to yourself. And if you aren't willing to give it to yourself, asking it from another puts you in puts you in a vulnerable and often disadvantaged position and dynamic with another person. It then begins to be more about an exchange of commodities. So if you are asking from your partner, you know, love me no matter what I do, but they're very critical of them, then that is not a, a, that is not a workable, that is not a, a, a dynamic that is self-sustaining. You know, the person who's always judged but is supposed to be unconditional and forthcoming will figure out pretty quickly there's nothing in it for them. Um, and, you know, I don't mean to say that love is a business, but there is a business to every relationship. There is a business aspect to every relationship. Unconditional love, I believe, is only possible from nature, from Mother Earth, from the angels, from the gods and goddesses. As humans, we are very flawed about love. I do believe a mother, a good, healthy, nurtured, happy mother is as close as it gets um, in terms of the humans. But for my experience and many, you know, I mean, I haven't met a person yet who's, who's proven this wrong. Humans fail. We fail each other. We are human. That is part of nature and, and makeup of humans. We are imperfect. We fail. We are flawed. So if you are asking from an imperfect, flawed um, you know, being what you need to, to exist, what you need to live, i.e. love, 
then either that relationship will become very conflicted because that flawed, imperfect human will 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 fail you at some point, will not be there for you, and you will wither up and die. Really what you'll do is get really angry or depressed about them and the relationship, or you will not receive it. You will not receive something that's essential, and so you will wither and, and you know, um, get distorted. And this is why self-love, loving yourself, is the precursor to any healthy relationship. Because then you're not in a life or death situation with whether that person on that day, at that time, you need this life-sustaining love from them, fails you or not. Then you can allow them to be human. And this is true for women and men, but I'm talking you know, to mostly to women today, um, we put tremendous pressure on our partners to love us in ways that, again, if they're not doing for themselves, how can they be forthcoming to us? And the truth is, if, a, if, if one or the other people in a relationship that day needs to love themselves first because that's what they need, and their partner goes, no, I need that love more than you do, Bam, there's a doomed relationship. Love is an emotion. It's a state of grace. It's a gift. And there's a business to it. And part of the business, and this is what I help people who are in, you know, marriages that are in trouble, I go, there's a business to love. There's a business to a marriage. There's a business to a relationship. Have the emotions. Have that grace. Have that gift. And take care of it. Know that it has needs that it has limits, and love has needs and it has limits. And one of the things that love needs is a well. It needs a well that you can then draw on when you need that love, when you need that compassion for yourself, when you need that kindness, to extend kindness to yourself after a crappy day or a crappy conversation with somebody. If we don't have that within us, we then have to go searching for someone who has that and is willing on demand to give it to us. Okay, so how romantic is that? Um, it's not, and I'm and I'm putting out, you know, I'm, I'm being sarcastic here, I'm being a little um, facetious here, but it's a, it's not unlike what we often do, and then we wonder why that person gets angry at us, you know, um, and feels a little bit like a um, a vending station, you know, a vending machine for having to pump out love on demand. That is not what a loving relationship is about. Okay? loving relationship has two people who are tending to themselves well enough to have extra, to have something to offer to another person. And this is one of the reasons so many relationships end and end so quickly and end to the surprise of the person who was counting on that supply from the person, uh, other person. It's not a good recipe for how to create a relationship where you can feel supported, where you can feel nurtured, where, where you can feel understood, valued, and respected. Because if you are needing all of that from another person alone, meaning you don't have that for yourself, then putting those valuable and essential human needs on the responsibility of another person is really handing over the responsibility for your well-being to another person. And most people I know are, are 
pretty full up just doing that for themselves and maybe another person. So, and meaning they have excess, they have a well that is overflowing they can share with. But if you are a dry well, if you are an empty pitcher, you cannot pour for another, nor can, nor will you want to, okay? If you've got a pitcher that's very low on self-love and compassion, there's not a lot left. There's not enough for you and another person. So, you know, so one of the complaints I often hear from women in, in relationships is, you know, he's just, he just doesn't understand and, you know, he didn't care and... uh What's another one that I hear a lot of? Um, he couldn't care less. And I'm like, well, I think he probably cares. But what's going on is he doesn't have a lot. And he's out there slaying dragons in the world of his job and business um, and work. Um, and when he comes home to you, he's looking for what you are actually wanting from him. He's looking for a warm, cozy place, a welcoming place, a loving place, a soft place. And so if you have two people looking to the other person for what they themselves are in that moment lacking, nobody is doing happy that day. And then the resentments build and the conflicts build. And, you know, we haven't even, I've barely talked about, you know, the dynamic of, uh, if, if you're always asking from others for what is essential, then that's pretty much, the, you know, kind of the conclusion there is you don't have enough to give to another. So what is it that you are bringing to the table in a relationship? Now, that may sound a little rude, but, again, remember, there's a business to relationships, meaning there are things that are necessary for that relationship to continue to be vital and happy. That is, you know, it's kind of like um, if you sit on a couch and you're like, oh, I'm so in love, I'm so happy, but you don't eat. That is not going to end well, right? You don't drink, don't have your water. There's a business to living. There's a business to loving. There's a business to parenting. There's a business to everything, meaning there's there's a responsibility. There's There are physical laws that we are all bound to. We have to eat. We have to care for our bodies. We have to eliminate. We have to hydrate. Um, you know, we have to clothe if it's if it's cold out. We have to cool if it's hot out. There's business. And if you are in a relationship, the business of the relationship is making certain you have not only what's essential for you, that's as a responsibility you hold yourself to, and you offer the other what is what you you know what you have an excess of what you have enough of that you can tend to yourself and offer another if you are always running dry seeking from others what you need then you don't have what another may want may need that day that moment to extend to them so how how healthy are you showing up in a relationship if your well of compassion and kindness and support and tenderness is running dry. So self-love isn't a narcissistic choice. It's not a self, you know, uh, spoiled baby boomers, millennials, whatever, fill in the blank choice. It, it's, it's, 
as I like to say, it's purely physics. If you have nothing to give, you have nothing to give. And to seek from another is to to need another in a way that is more a child and a parent than it is two equal sovereign beings. For a relationship to be vital and happy and healthy, you have to tend to its business, but you also have to tend to your wells that you have for nurturing yourself, your inner wells, nurturing yourself, caring for yourself, as well as being you know, abundant enough to offer another. Otherwise, the relationship will not work. It, it will be off balance, and it will end often badly. So I'm going to leave you with the thought, with where do you deny yourself kindness? Where do you deny yourself compassion? Where do you judge and criticize and, and blame and shame yourself, which to me is the opposite of, of loving and tending to yourself? Because as you do that, you not only don't fill up your well of love that you can be nurtured by as well as offer another, you actually deplete whatever is in there. It's like acid. Um, And just notice that. And then the other thought I leave you with is notice what you, you demand from others that you are in relationship with, that you demand of them but you find yourself lacking as well. And therein is a big part of why that relationship is probably not doing well. So love yourself, be kind to yourself, offer compassion instead of judgment and criticism to yourself. I know, easier said than done because we're talking about cultural norms that go way back and are deep and wide. But this is what I do. This is what I help women understand that their effectiveness, their power, their impact, their their desires are in large pack, in large, in large, in large part, are impacted by whether they love themselves and care for themselves or not. I'll be back next week, and have a fabulous weekend. Take care. Blessings.